listeners, this extra extrasode is executive produced by Luke Phillips. We'll explain more about how Luke Phillips was able to executive produce, and by that I mean create out of nothing an episode wow. that you are about to listen to that absolutely, I assure you, would never have happened had it not been for Luke Phillips. Thank you for your patronage, and we will reveal the movie in a moment. Be grateful, other listeners. <laughs> Oh, welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well or at all. Then we pause the recording of us talking and commence with the eating of salads and patrons. Nope. No, oh, no. Thank you, patrons, for letting us eat pizza and salad. And who watching the movie. Let me assure you, we will not eat you. No, 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 no. There is no tear for that. Uh, we watched Yet. the movie. We watched the movie. We'll eat fruit. Check it out. Totesrecall.com. Wow, we watched the wow. movie, and then we stop watching the movie when the movie ends. We oh come back. God. The second half of the show is more talking. This is a podcast. But we're now talking about the movie, and we know what the movie is about because we just watched it. Mm-hmm. My name is Dan. <laughs> wow. This is Molly. Wow. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And, wow. wow. And this, <laughs> wow, this very special extra so oh. is a movie based one, and that movie is Big Trouble in Little China. Oh. Cool. Very cool. I think so. A movie that came out in the 80s. Okay. Specifically, 89. Wow, wow. I think it came out in 84. Ooh. 87. Oh, uh, my guess is just going to be the what? 80s. No. <laughs> I actually, I know nothing about this movie. Yeah. So this movie was selected by a patron mm-hmm. and I have not seen it. I have seen it. Oh, I, you have. I have not seen the entire thing. Wow. This is one of those movies that was much like the movie Predator when I was a kid, where I would cool. sometimes turn on the TV on like a Saturday afternoon and just see a random part of this movie and think this movie looks insane, but then never followed through on it. Yeah. Mm. Molly? I'll guess 88. Oh, wow. Yep. Nice. Wow. I'm going to come through Thank with some you. kind of guess. Have you seen it? I, I definitely have not seen it. And I can't even, con- I've heard of it. I've yeah. heard of it my whole life. Yes. Uh, but I can't even conjure up who's in it. A famous man. Yes. Okay. Do you uh, not know, or are you trying to? I do to, know. I know who I'm it is. I'm pretty sure I know. It's Kurt Russell. Ah. Oh, we got to have something to talk about the first half. Okay, but is this the one, does he not have an eye patch in it, but it's like the same one with he, when he does You're have an eye patch? You're thinking of the Escape, the escape from, from New York and L.A. Yeah. movies. Okay. Well, Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. He does have an what? eye patch. Yeah. I do not believe he has an eye patch in this movie, but he brings similar but it's energy. A different, it's not the same... Person? Movies? Like franchise? Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, it's it might be similar. Character. It might be the same like team that made it. Okay. I don't know. This is a John Carpenter movie. Oh. Oh, did he do the Escape City movies? Probably. Okay. <laughs> Chiquette's bet all three of those movies that we've been talking about. Johnny Carps. Are Johnny Carps. Nice. 
Interesting. Because are these silly? They seem like maybe they're kind of silly. This is a this is a goof. It's an eighties. Oh, okay. I. I think, I mean, a lot is going to hinge on this statement for okay, me. Okay, here we go. I think this movie knows what it's doing in that it's making a terrible movie. Like a schlocky. Yeah, like a corny, like sort of kung fu movie. Yeah. But it's like, it knows what it's doing, so it's going to work. So it's sort of like, what if we, is it sort of hinging on like, what if we took a character like Snake Plissken and threw him into a schlocky kung fu movie? Maybe. Basically. Mm. I mean, Kurt Russell, much love and respect. But not a ton of range. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like this guy. Yeah. Uh, he was, wait, he was an overboard, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah. great. Well, that's range. Sure. Sort of. <laughs> no, I guess not. I feel like here's what I'm guessing, Beth, from, from your perspective of thinking maybe they're all the same movies. I'm going to bet that if we were to look up like an iconic photo of Snake Plissken and then watch this movie, he'll probably be in very similar clothes. Okay. Yeah, because I... I know I've seen that image like many times, yeah. but I just don't know anything about them except for it's Kurt Russell and he's got kind of like flippy hair on the bottom. Oh, he has long flippy hair. Let me just say this as a general statement. Kurt Russell, great hair. Great hair. Yeah. In growing up um, as a movie watching teen, I really like Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze ran parallel tracks yes. in my brain. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, although like, Kurt Russell had a like a bit more action flavor to him. Yeah, and they both could do both. Patrick Swayze certainly could do an action. Mm-hmm. Certainly, but like House. more. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by thinking about the end of that where he has pant, white pants with like twelve pleats on them, and he like rips someone's throat out. Oh, at the end of Roadhouse. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. it's so good. We yeah. should watch Roadhouse. We should watch Roadhouse. Um, Roadhouse. <laughs> Patrick Swayze also could be a lover. Sure. Oh, Patrick absolutely. Swayze, the lover and fighter of the. Patrick Swayze, Kurt Russell, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they both have that long 80s, yes. like, fancy mullet or and whatever And they both had sort of that, like, they're in good shape, but they're not, like, huge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, none of, neither of them were ever just, like, fucking jacked up. They were just in good shape. I mean, very good. Like, though. very good shape. But, I mean, none, neither of them ever had, like, they were never, like, bulky. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how how big of a hunk do we think Kurt Russell's going to be in this movie? In this one specifically? Yeah, it, I'd the say movie 100% this, Utah. Yeah. Hunk. Wow. Wow, that's he big hunk. He's such a hunk. How Have you ever right. seen The Thing? Yes. yes. He's a hunk. He is. Wow. Okay, now we know. All right. All right. <laughs> I like on this Beth. energy. Yeah. I like yeah. his energy. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he always felt like an uncle to me. <laughs> Somehow. Really? Yeah, so like, yes. Yeah. Like I love you were that. rooting for him? Yeah. Like, he's like... I like him. He's cool, but like, I can't really connect with him. Sure. Like there's mm. something going on. There's some darkness there. Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> like also, most uncles. Yeah. Like most uncles. <laughs> <laughs> uncle energy, right? Yeah. Big uncle like energy. fun, but like <laughs> something's what going have, on. What's, what have they been doing for, since you saw him last? Right. Like they've been up to something. Yeah. Or like you get like, you get sort of just like, like other members of your family just will like make vague implications of yes. what their life has been like. Or like and you, you come in on a conversation and like, what are you talking about? Like everybody seems kind of stressed. Like, Oh, I'm just talking about your uncle. Yeah, it's fine. Don't right. worry about it. Yeah. Like, okay. Right. But he's fun, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah he's fine. He's, fun. <laughs> he's like going through some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that sort of energy. Okay. Like, I respect him, but, but also like my, my like also vague, um, I don't know, celebrity knowledge of Kurt Russell that he like had just like of a cool, 
non-marriage with Goldie Hawn and they smoked weed all day. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Carvissa. But now they're Splitsville. Are they? Oh. Is that true? Or is that um, Susan Sarandon and that's the true, other guy? I think. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, who also had like a non-marriage. I, feel like, weed all I day. feel like the Kurt Goldie is still going, but now I'm trying to remember what year I read that article. They were just like, yeah, we just never felt like it. When they were like talking about how long they've been together, but never got married. Yeah. But maybe that was from several years ago and now things have changed. Yeah. I ever told you my favorite celebrity story about staying married? Who knows? <laughs> let's see. Okay, <laughs> let's find out. That's some information. Thank you. Sure. Uh, so Gwyneth Paltrow's parents, uh-huh. Bruce Paltrow and Blythe Danner, mm-hmm. were interviewed on 60 Minutes many years ago. And I still remember this interview because one of the questions was, what do you attribute to your long marriage, especially, you know, in Hollywood? Uh, because he's a director and uh, she was a very famous actress. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, she gives a beautiful answer. That's about communication and really loving each other and sticking it out. And then they turn to him and he says, yeah, I think it comes down to for a healthy marriage, neither person should ever want to get a divorce at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like there's so much truth in that, right? Yeah, it's a good good line. Because, you know, things can get white hot in flashes. Indeed. But as long as they don't sync up and stick around too long. Right. You know. Yeah. Also, if you're stoned all day, I assume that helps. Sure. Probably. There was no judgment in that. There was judgment. I detect a judgment in what I just said, and if you want to get stoned all day and marry or not marry, I'm cool with that. Okay, just so, sound you're talking to the listeners, right? I was talking to so the listeners. I was going to say, everyone at the table is married, and yes. at least one of us on the table probably gets stoned. Not all day. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, legalize it. Thank you, Dank Fumes Legalization <laughs> Party. You're trying to make that happen. What? Is, yeah. okay. what? He's trying to make the Local DFL. reference DFL stands for Dank Fumes Legalization. <laughs> oh. Now that they passed. Uh, local reference. I, local reference. Legalization. You, not yet. you sent us no. that. They have to and reconcile I the bill. And, did yeah. not understand it? Did not know okay. what you were talking about. <laughs> I guess you guys aren't keeping up on your legislative I, I did read about that today, yeah. actually. I got so what I'm you were saying. a couple saying, days behind. But I didn't merit it. And you know what? I just want to apologize because we said at the beginning, to all of us and to our listeners, because we said before we hit start and Dan did that really weird intro for someone who's done this intro for eight or nine years we said we were going to stay focused on the movie and this movie is we're almost at 10 minutes we we pivoted at like 8.30 it was bad and I want to assure any new listeners we will talk about this movie we will come back more informed we will also get Luke's reasoning for why teaser he picked this, it. Yeah, why he picked this movie. I have a proposal. Oh. I want to hear it. My proposal is this. We do a Union Strong totes pre-call <laughs> yeah. in which the dummies who've never seen this movie try their best. Yeah. Is that Beth and Molly? I haven't seen anything. Oh, yeah. you said you had seen some of it, maybe? When I say some, I mean like literally I turned on the TV, Kurt Russell <laughs> and some weird looking Muppet thing was on screen. I'm like, wow, crazy. And then yeah. I went outside or something. Okay, great. <laughs> Sounds like I'm, I'm timing this one, baby. Maybe. Ready? Yeah. Good. So we'll summarize the movie in 60 Does seconds. good mean go? Go. Oh. <laughs> oh. We open on New York, baby. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. And, oh, we're in the kitchen of a restaurant, and somebody's running through it because they've just stolen some jewels. Oh, nice. And they're in big trouble. Kurt Russell is sleeveless. He's got, yeah, white 
tank top on Ooh, yes. nice. and black kind of loose karate pants. Hell yeah, great bet. <laughs> Uh, there's big trouble in Little China, which is probably like Chinatown. I would assume that's my assumption. 30 seconds. Oh my God. And are we sure it's New York Chinatown? No, it's not, not San at Francisco? all. San Francisco? Okay. In some way or another, Kurt Russell ends up in Chinatown and gets, uh, in trouble. Mixed up in something. Yeah. And he has to fight with like round kicks. Sure, yes. I love of that. In like fists. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like outmatched. But then somebody comes to help him. Some kind of Ten mentor. Seconds. Somebody has a sword. Oh, there's, there's a, a romantic lady. Yes. There you go. There's definitely a romantic sideline storyline. Maybe magic at the end. <laughs> what? what? Time. Yeah. Time. Time. Wow. Great. I want to just ask a point of clarification okay. on what round kicks are. <laughs> <laughs> the way you used it. I wasn't sure. I assume she means like back D like, pad high kick. Round Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the roundhouse okay. kicks. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the primary round kick. Not like yeah. a fan kick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that was great. He, he does. What is the one? The dance move where you move the your crane? arms? Oh, capoeira. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Dance move where you move your arms? Like just white people? I want to say wi- wing. Windmill? Windmill? I don't know. No. What are you talking about? The backpack kid? What dance are we doing? This. Floss. I did dance for so long. But which kind of dance are don't we doing? Don't tap. It's a tap Those move. Like all dance and move your you, arms? You are, your <laughs> arms are moving in an outward circular motion. Oh, and you're like, oh. you're tapping in place, right? And your feet right? go out. I want to say it's like a wing something. Oh, you're Wind. talking about when you do like the cha-cha, cha-cha, yeah, cha-cha yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking yes. about? Oh, okay. So fast we got away from the movie. Yeah, okay, tell you what, I will look it up and I'll bring this information <laughs> uh, back in the I'm second so half. I'm so mad I don't know this. I should definitely know this. Well, let's get let's give Beth a chance in the second half before Molly tells us what she learned. Yeah. Great. I will give you some more information Please. as someone who saw this movie at least once in college. Nice. All right. There is magic. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. Like, Here's what I'm worried about with this movie. Okay. It's like ancient Chinese magic. Ah, uh, sure. But like maybe the movie knows it's doing that and that sucks. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is corny. But like there's definitely like it's a- like Freaky Friday? No. Okay. Are you saying like the movie acknowledges that it is, like it's one of those things that we've talked before where like it's paying homage to like some bananas Asian cinema from the past. Yeah, But maybe. it's also maybe participating in the problematic parts of it. By doing that? It could mm. be. Okay. That's my primary concern with okay. this movie. Um, there's definitely like either a vampire or a wizard. Nice. That wow. looks like the Marvel character Fu Manchu. Is he a Marvel? I mean, the, no, the man, but they the man, had, the, he's a Mandalorian. many things Mandalorian. character. The Mandarin is a Marvel character. Okay. Fu Manchu is not a Marvel character, but is what inspired the Mandarin. Okay. Does that help? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Molly's face was so funny. She's like, what podcast like, am I on? Why do you know that? Oh, I know too much. And he might be a vampire. Is and it like that Chinese vampire that hops? You guys know about Chinese vampires? Oh, I think so. Yeah. They like hop in straight. They're Hell just like yeah. up and down. It's like corny and terrifying at the same time. And can't hmm. they like not cross a water or something? Yeah. Shit? I think I running just water might be. Listen to a podcast where they talked about. <sighs> Chinese vampires, how you have to, if there's a vampire, you got to throw rice on the ground because they have to count every grain oh, of rice. Nice. Oh, nice. Good tips. Man, I, love, tips. I love that kind of folk shit. Like there's, there's like, there, it's so arbitrary. Yeah. There's a Japanese like water demon or something. What's it called? A cap? I think it starts with a ka. Anyway, it's got, its head is filled with water and it's like an open, it's like a cup head. Mm-hmm. And the way you defeat it is you bow uh-huh. to it and mm-hmm. it has to bow back and then all its water falls uh-huh. out of its head. Uh-huh. 
gotcha. Amazing. I'll it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, in Savannah, if you go on a ghost tour, they'll tell you if a ghost follows you home, set out oats. Just huh. uncooked oats. Yeah. What is it? Because the, does goat the oats just absorb the ghost or something? <laughs> I think it's just like... Because they're all va- they're vapor. And <laughs> yeah, it like yeah. satisfies the ghost in some way and they go away. I mean, oats are very filling. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I went to Savannah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Recently. And did not put out oats. So there probably is a ghost with us right yeah. now. Oh, no. Oh. Maybe like a Chinese ghost from the movie Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, oh great. I have a question about the movie Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yeah. Is beloved... Uh, eternal actor James Hong in this movie? Oh, wow. I hope so. Okay. I don't know. I can't name any other people in this movie. Sure. It just feels like the kind of movie he would be in, yeah. right? Because he's been around forever and yeah. Hollywood was like, oh, we need Asian people for this movie. Mm. Yeah. There's got to be someone who knows what's going down. I think Kurt Russell stumbles into the big trouble situation. Okay. I don't think he is competent in any way. Oh, not even around like kicks. A, am I like a cab driver? Or yeah, something. am I? Am I just pulling this completely out of my ass? Isn't it like he wants his truck back or something? I, he's I a trucker. That. I don't know if he's a trucker, but like, doesn't his vehicle like get stolen by the troublemakers sure. or something? <laughs> Is yeah. that the, what they're called? The troublemakers. The big troublemakers. Oh, okay. but like in Mandarin, <laughs> yeah. like it's oh, whatever okay. whatever troublemaker is in Mandarin yeah. okay. or Cantonese or whatever. And then he like. Probably teams up with the good guys. I think so. There are other good good guys. There's got to be good guys. Yeah, I think he's caught in the middle. Oh, Mm. I see. And there's a fireball. Ooh, okay. Maybe a green fireball. Yes. I'm gonna say there's a green fireball. This is not at all what I pictured. No. Can you wait? Tell me more about this fireball, though. Like, is it like somebody produces the fireball and they can throw it? Yeah, it's like a magic spell. Like kind of like a Mortal Kombat kind of. Ooh, yeah. Power. Yeah. Okay. Like Shang Tsung. Those are flaming skulls, though. Yeah. Oh. Right. Who shoots a fireball? I just what? Get over here. Scorpion. That's what I remember. Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not a fireball. <laughs> no, he breathes no, fire. Grapple. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. All I did was push as many buttons as yeah. possible. No, that's and the correct. That's I would the correct way. Beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Jump kick over and over. Yep. Followed by. Am kicks. I? I'm not. <laughs> I didn't. Again, another thing. I'm pretty sure I didn't pull my ass. There are like some sort of weird Muppet creatures in this movie, right? Yeah, I think it. I think this movie's pretty bananas. Okay, oh. I think there's like a lot going on. Yeah, because I feel maybe like, like some weird Muppet demons. That's because that's my that's the vague memory I have of just like turning on the TV randomly at home. I feel like it was like Kurt Russell, and then just like some weird, almost like more creepy version of Slimer from the Ghostbusters, kind of like floating towards him. Yeah. Or I think it's got sort of that 80s energy of like Gremlins, where like who like, cares? Anything can happen. Those things from Chuds. The chest, something, yeah, yeah, cannibalistic humanoid human, uh, under dwellers or something dwellers. like that. Yeah, yeah. chuds, hmm. chud, <laughs> they're above ground. We're uh, the ones underground. Oh, we're the chud. What is that from? That's a movie, a movie called it's Chuds. Like a real oh, shitty, it's called Chud. Okay. It's about yeah. chuds, cult, cult classic. But we're not here to talk about chuds. Big yeah. trouble, little China. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any women. Do we think it'll pass the Bechdel Wallace test? S- no. no, I want to be spicy and say yes, just to keep it interesting. But I don't have anything to base it on. I just don't think any. I think women might talk to each other, but they won't be named. Ooh, yeah. Here's Dan's bet. I bet there is one woman that is like you know an actual, also starring character that mm-hmm. interacts with Kurt Russell a lot. I'm going to guess there are also at least two, if not any other, multiple of bad women who maybe never talk at all, but just like do crazy magic or Kung Mm -hmm. Fu at them. Yeah. Yeah. 
feel like this is the movie that- where I should guess Shelley Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Go for it. Do you think that those two, like the good woman and the bad woman fight each other? Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's a good woman, bad woman fight. Well, yeah. I guess they might talk. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you take it, get you. That counts. This might be a, um, this might be a, Bad version of Toe Three called Pass, where they oh. just like eat shit, bitch, or whatever it was in that <laughs> movie, terrible. where they were fighting yes. each other. Yeah. I was alien, maybe. Uh, you know, what? I'm going to be keep it spicy. I'm going to say it will pass, but nice. in a wow. depressing way. Okay, bad pass. Yeah, bad, sad, pass. sad pass, sad pass, <laughs> sad pass. <laughs> <laughs> My notes are abysmal. I'm just going to put it out there. It's right okay. Now. No, I took some notes because I saw you weren't writing. Wow. <laughs> I am going to make a bold bet that the name of this movie is going to be checked in this movie. Really? Someone's going to say like, we've got big trouble in little China. Huh? All together in one sentence. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then wink at the screen afterward. Ooh, that that's a stretch goal. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay. Stretch goal. I love it. Um, I'm going to make a bold bet that when I inevitably look this up on Wikipedia, that I will find out at least one actor got injured in the making of this. Oh. Wow. Nice. That's a good bet. Thanks. Are there animals? Oh, there better not. Is there animal danger in this? Because I'm not watching. <laughs> it feels like the kind of movie where there could be. Yeah. Right? Like chicken danger. Like a marlin in a market. Dog danger. Or like a dog yeah. or like a, maybe even a cat. Like a cat's just wandering around. It feels like there'll be street animals. Right? Yeah. And maybe they get like thrown at each other like in Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. That's the best part of that movie <laughs> oh, for it sure. Really it's really good. So terrible. It's just so surprising. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Because Swayze knew it was the ultimate escape move. It worked. <laughs> it did work. Away. We're referring, of course, to when a dog gets thrown. We right? are, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Swayze throws a dog at Keanu. In a chase. And gets him. Yeah. Gets him. And then Keanu kicks the dog. Keanu kicks the dog. Oh. The dog. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gotta get his man. He does it, but he does fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is not that movie. This is oh, the other uncle. Kurt Russell falls in love? Ooh. Oh. I'm going to say yes. I bet he kisses good woman good. at the end <laughs> of this movie. Okay. I bet there's like a big, big kiss. Like, yeah. Big kiss a and big kiss. little like a, couple. Like a, yeah. what do you call it when you... um. You like hold someone and you don't fall down, but the dip. You, yep. Okay. Wow, I can't believe you got that. That's incredible. <laughs> hold someone and, and don't fall down. <laughs> <laughs> when you're the in traditional gender roles, uh, the man is doing the dipping, right? And from my experience, you don't want to drop. Well, the for dipping. sure. Like right, that's right. almost the primary Probably goal. Probably from most people's experience, <laughs> but like. As a smaller person with uh-huh. less muscles, yeah, sure. A lot of my time is spent thinking about not dropping people. I see. If I'm trying to support them, is that part of the reason Kurt Russell was such a point of admiration for you as a child? Like, oh, he's so good at not dropping people. Yeah, and Swayze with that lift. Oh, Imagine yeah. it was like yeah. a full thirty percent of your brain operating at all times, just like, how do I not drop this? Because yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's the worst it can go. Mm-hmm. Like sure. if the kiss is bad, that's it's bad, right? But at least that's you didn't important drop part. Them. But you didn't drop them. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. It is a memorable kiss if you drop them in yeah. a bad way. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Does do we think Kurt Russell has a like goofball buddy before Ooh. he enters Little China, or does he just meet up people who then become his comic relief buddies? It, 
If you say that he's a trucker, I I don't know. He has a truck. I think he, he has, just has okay. a truck, like a like, pickup truck. In, yeah. my, in my mind, then, like he's like out on the road on his own, and mm. he's kind of like going solo. Sure, that's my guess. Beth's bet. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he has a, a buddy external to the big trouble. Gotcha. Because it's like mm. it feels like the kind of character and premise where like there could be like you know how in Looney Tunes there was like that big dog and that little dog that would just like hyperactively jump around the big dog and yep. like keep talking. Yep. This feels like the kind of movie where Kurt Russell could have that kind of friend. Sure. I feel like I mean, how are we gonna find out he's the good guy? Right? Is he gonna like oh save a cat or something? Save a cat or, just, or like, like be nice to someone? Like chase down a criminal or well, maybe. Like maybe interrupts like, a heist. Maybe that's what uh, happens is like someone steals something and runs towards Chinatown. He's just like, Hey, and then tries to get them. And then he gets wrapped up in just, all this big trouble. Yeah. yeah. He probably just gets like a run into. Mm. Mm. He doesn't really take an active role. It's like a meat cute for danger. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Love that. Danger okay. meat. Danger. Cute. 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 Danger meat. Cute danger meat. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I feel like. I, I think cute, like <laughs> great name. I feel like typically we have more to talk about. Yeah, I yeah. Only one of us has seen the movie. It's me, and I don't remember anything. That boy. Mm. Okay, so let's get to the end of the first half in which yep. we rate the movies. I'm proud of our hot bets, though. I feel yeah. like we put some good bets down. Yeah, they were bold. They were, we were bold. Deal bold. bold. Big man. Big trouble. Big trouble. Beyond Bill Blair Witch. Blair Witch. That's beyond. Boyfriend? Blair. Boy. We have really Vegas. lost track of that. <laughs> Bolt. Call in at our phone line if you think you can do a better Beal Bolt backup. 612 something. 089. do the last T's don't matter what you do. 612-208-9788. The last two letters don't matter, but you do. What the eights do. Yeah, those aren't letters. Make sure you type in all the numbers. <laughs> Molly, how should we rate this film? Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, kiss Drops. Wow. Kiss what? Drops. Mm-hmm. Okay, now are these Dan's worst fear or <laughs> this is something? No, okay. it's lovely. A kiss drop. It's yeah. A, is it, is it, it like a mic drop when you like, you, oh. just, like, you really deliver a good line <laughs> and then kiss the person? Or that you deliver such a good kiss that you're just like, boom. Kiss drop. And then you back out of the room. <laughs> uh, yeah. Either of those could be true. Uh, originally, when I was thinking of the packaging, I was thinking of like a gum drop Wait, and like a Hershey's kiss. This is a okay. product. It's a okay. pro- oh. I mean, he's obviously a product. I don't know. Listen, we just, uh, we are driven by commercialism That's and ABC. consumerism. Okay. As yeah, a, yeah. But yeah. no, I mean, you know. Pre-trademarked. Pre-trademarked. Kiss drops. <laughs> kiss drops. Okay, hit me. But I like, I think what you're describing to me is the campaign. Sure, like oh. a has got Mentos energy. Yeah. yeah it's okay. like there's a kiss and then they, a mic drop. Okay, so you know what I mean? is the packaging you were describing? Well, I actually see it as sort of mint green and white. Mm-hmm. Kind okay. of classic, a little bit old-fashioned, but updated. Is it an individual kiss drop or is it like a pack of them? Well, yeah. you tell me. They're shaped like a... They're shaped like a big water drop, right? They're chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, they're chocolate? I thought you said that they were and they gummy. And a gumdrop inside. No, I said they're inspired Ew. by a gumdrop and a Hershey's Kiss. They're chocolate a kiss drop. Oh, okay. So they're Blah. like, they're like a, 
Maybe some of them are chocolates and some of them are gumdrops. No, it's fine. Let Dan live his disgusting dreams. (laughs) I would actually be very interested in that because if I want like candy, I always want something chocolatey and something gummy. Yes. This is that. A package of something that's chocolate and gummy together. But Dan wants them. But not together. That's what I'm saying. Actually, you know what? Chocolate covered gummy bears are incredible. That's a real thing? Yes. They're so good. I don't know. No, they're good. Well, and I'm so glad you brought that up, Beth, because for this particular product, it's all three. (gasps) What's the third thing? Well, it's just a just chocolate, just gummy, and chocolate covered gummy. Oh, Sounds wow. like there's something for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Is it a mystery? It's like a sort of chocolate. It's meant to be shared. Okay. So there's By like someone a tray. who comes in and kisses you. Well, I mean, you you would probably share it with somebody who is. So is the campaign is the campaign like you you give an amazing kiss and then you walk out of the room and then the person who got kissed looks over and there's a entire tray of kiss drops on <laughs> yeah. the nightstand. Oh, stand. that's yes. the kiss drop. That's like the kiss drop. Being kissed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or candy. they wake up after perhaps they've gotten together overnight oh, and they reach over okay. to the pillow and there's a note that says "till later." And there's a little beautiful box of kiss drops. Nice. Mm-hmm. This is on television. Yes, but it's sanitized. There's going to be a campaign about it. Yeah. So maybe parents are going to be like, this is inappropriate. That is actually the entire marketing budget is getting people upset about it. Exactly. It's just like the horny M&Ms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we pretty fully understand. It's a horny candy. (laughs) We got it. It's a horny candy with something for everyone because some people are horrified at the idea of mixing them together. Yeah. But some people love it. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. Dan, how many of these drops do you give it? Oh, boy. Okay. Like, this movie, from what little I know about it, but just from what I have, even just, like, the visual information I vaguely remember from as a child, it seems like this is a movie I would adore because it sounds like it is absolutely bananas. But because it's from the 80s and it's because its entire premise centers around an American dealing with Asian culture, I'm a little hesitant, so I'm going to say... Four, because I do think it's going to be fun, but I am worried about certain elements. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that feels pretty similar to what I am <laughs> going to say. <laughs> Beth, your second, as we all know. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, it's bananas with Kurt Russell in it. Mm-hmm. Hunk. He's a hunk. hunk. But also, I am afraid. Hunkle. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, get it. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Um, that could be Dan's thing. Yeah, Dan, you <laughs> I'll just, save it for you take that one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I am afraid. I'm very afraid. So I'm going to go to Coward Island oh, wow. and do 2.5. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I see, what, I see what's happening here. I see what's happening. All right. Um, I am third, as we all know. I basically have the same opinion. It seems like a movie I would love but I can't remember much about it and I'm worried about its problems. Mm. Um, but Kurt Russell's the ultimate uncle. So I'm also going to go four. Okay. Molly, you're last as we all know. And I do not take offense as we also know, yes. um, because I need time to think. <laughs> <laughs> so I, okay. So typically I would give it a cowardly three mm-hmm. and then maybe deduct a point for potential cringe, but mm. Kurt Russell looking hunky yep. with that hair and the all important bump. <sighs> yes, of course. Because out of respect for our executive producer who mm-hmm. selected this probably because he thought we would enjoy it. So for those reasons, 3.5. Nice. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Big Trouble in Little China, and we'll be right back. Uh, 
Hello, listeners. It's also Dan, the one you're already sick of listening to from the first half, probably. <laughs> Folks, this, as you already have probably gleaned, is an executive produced episode by our good, good new friend, Luke Phillips. Yes. And you might be asking yourself, I want to force those people to watch a movie that I want them to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. How did how come Luke got to do that? How come Luke Phillips got to executive yeah. produce an hey. episode of Totes Recall? Why did he? I'll tell you. Does he have an in? Does he just know somebody? He does have an in. <laughs> and that in is that he went to patreon.com slash totes recall. And he not a second dot selected a tier that we have available okay. on our Patreon. Ooh. It is at $25 a month. Wow. Okay, not $25 a day because this is a lot of our time. Really? For yeah. just $25 a month? It's we give a away? hot deal. Let me, let me. Do you have to give that for the rest of your life? <laughs> let, me, let me assure both of you of the middle ground that will hopefully please both of your concerns. Luke Phillips, he paid $25 a month for one year. Wow. And okay. in that moment, he triggered a messenger pigeon that came to Beth <laughs> and said, ding, 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 Luke Phillips gets to I had select. to train it to talk. Yeah. After it landed on you or beforehand? It, yeah. it was like, it just kind of like cooed at it me was like for a frantically while. Cooing and I was at like, you. I don't know. Hold on, learn English. So pigeon. I had to teach it how to speak English. Wow. And then, and then the one next year thing later. happened. Best yeah. podcast producer in the biz. That's <laughs> what that's what you get here at Totes Recall. And that's that's how it happens. <laughs> wow. Like, isn't that great? <laughs> what if I want to do this, but I want it to happen immediately? Like you yeah. want it now, now, now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I mean, fairly immediately, Veruca like salt? within a few months. Which one's now, now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants it now. If you're a Veruca Salt patron, let me tell you, there is a hot, hot deal. Totes Recall. No, patreon.com slash Totes Recall. You can actually <laughs> pay in advance. Oh, wow. For an entire year. Whoa. Right? So you can get it now, now, now. And you might be thinking, well, hold on. That sounds like a lot of money at once. It's probably extra for the privilege of getting it now. Let me tell you something, Dan. (laughs) This is going to, you're going to shit your pants. Wow. If you pay pay this amount for a year up front, you actually get a significant discount. Wow. Oh, my God. But this no. is not that kind of podcast. No. Isn't it? Take it out. <laughs> so you have actually two options to executive produce. And one of them is slow, low and slow, like you're cooking eggs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or one of them is hot and now, like you're flash frying a chicken fried steak. Okay. No. Mm. Yeah. Either way, delicious. And you get to tell us to watch a movie. Sounds wow. great. It Sold. is great. That's awesome. So if you want to be as cool as Luke Phillips, who, let me be clear, on the record is very cool. <laughs> the coolest. Go to patreon.com slash totesrecall and select .com. the $25 a month tier. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Back to the show. Yay. Um, um, And we're back. We just watched 100 minutes of synthesizer music, yeah. a lot of green neon, Hell yeah. yep. lots of martial arts, and a lot of exposition. Yes, yep. baby. So much. <laughs> it's really an it's impressive very, amount. It's like a quick, so much quick exposition for the whole movie. <laughs> I'd like to very quickly read a quote of our own Dan Jaquette during the movie. At one point, Dan said, quote, it somehow moves very fast, but is also all exposition. <laughs> yeah, it really blew my mind. It was like, this movie... Moves at a clip, but yeah. it's like every scene is like 
dense mythology like just, backstory. Just so everyone's clear about why we're here. Yeah. Let me just give you a quick. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of dense uh-huh. information uh-huh. downloads. Okay. Yeah. D-I-D. Uh-huh. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. No. Podcast oh, over. Another thing that did just happen is an award crashed through the window. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably going to edit out that yeah. flash shattering. Right. It was so loud, like I yeah. want to save everyone's ears. Oh, so. there's another award for oh. the best segue of all time. Yes. Wow, good job. Um, and I'm looking at these awards. They're from the uh, commission, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are for a segment that we do called 60 Second Summary. 60 Second Summary. It's 60 Second Summary. It's 60 Second Summary. The 60 Seconds for Summarizing Movies Today. Yep. And it's where we summarize the movie we just watched, Big Trouble in Little China, in 60 seconds exactly. Traditional manner is that I volunteer. Pretty sure you went last time. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I yes, did. That's, I, that's mm-hmm. also my memory. So, someone else should do it. I feel like Beth has maybe never, never done, done it. I, I did it like two ago. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't. Let's well, check the tapes. I think it's been at least three. I don't. I honestly do not think that I can summarize this movie because what even yeah. happened? Uh, it sounds like you're the best candidate. Oh, then. No, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, I'm gonna cry. It's perfect. <laughs> We open do you want to do it? I will volunteer. Okay, I will volunteer. Any- oh, please do. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Save me. <laughs> All right. Okay. I will do the timing oh, then. Oh, God damn it, Beth. You did this to me. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Molly. I'm good at timing. <sighs> You're not. What app are you even trying to open? She's doing her calculator. She like almost opened the New One York Times plus. app. What was that? <laughs> I just need to get a crossword in real quick. <laughs> Are we that boring? <laughs> just started. Okay. Oh. Uh, all right. Yep. And we open on and begin. We open on the open road. Jack Burton is eating a Philly cheesesteak <laughs> in his truck while waxing philosophical on the CB radio. He is delivering, I think, literal pigs to a Chinese market in Chinatown in San Francisco. 14 and seconds. He gamb- God damn it. He what? gambles with his friend Wang a lot. And then... Wang tries to cut a bottle and is like, oh, I don't have the money. Come to my restaurant. And then in their attempt to drive their truck back to the restaurant, they somehow get involved in an ancient <laughs> battle between two kung fu schools that then involve lightning wizards and a ghost. <laughs> uh, Jack Burton reluctantly, but not reluctantly at all, sort of ignorantly follows along while they battle these ghosts. And there's more kung fu and Muppet monsters, <laughs> and the ghost is horny, but he's horny for a reason because it'll like bring him back to life. Ten seconds. Uh, there's there are cool fights. There is lightning. <laughs> Something explodes. Jack Burton sometimes does or does not have sleeves. He is ripped. Time. <laughs> How'd yeah. I do? I mean, I'm not bad. Okay, I'd say 100. Yeah. You. Wow. All right. Also, my opinion. Thank you. In case there are differing opinions out there, I have a little website I like to consult called Wikipedia, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Uh, I almost pushed uh, that button. <laughs> <laughs> I was hovering over the button. 
<laughs> we just can't do two award-winning segments back to back. That'd be it's too, too much. much. It's yeah. overstimulating. So we'll, yeah. we'll save that. But uh, this is from Wikipedia. Big Trouble in Little China, also known as John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Ooh, Little China, braggy. is a 1986, oh, that's painful, American <laughs> fantasy action comedy film directed by yeah. John Carpenter and starring Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, Dennis Dunn, and James Hong. The f- film tells the story of truck driver Jack Burton, Russell, who helps his friend Wang Chi yeah. Dunn rescue Wang's green-eyed fiance. Uh, from cool. bandits in San Francisco's Chinatown. They go into a mysterious underground world beneath Chinatown where they face an ancient sorcerer named David Lo Pan, uh, who requires a woman with green eyes to marry him in order to be released from a centuries-old curse. Yeah. Ooh. And that was simplified. Like, yes. that is... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's wild. Like, if you had asked me what the plot of the movie was... Right. I don't know that I would have remembered even the main crux of it, which is that an evil underlord who's basically Voldemort yeah. and and his flesh is rotting needs to marry a green-eyed woman. I'd like to thank Wikipedia for yeah. calling me in to remind us that there were <laughs> women characters in this movie because I don't think I mentioned them at all in my summary. Yeah, <laughs> they were there. They need to be saved. Yes. Yeah. So and they are. And there. Mm-hmm. So mission accomplished. Yeah. Roll uh, out the banner. Yeah. Although some good news is that Kim Cattrall's character never asks, what do we do? And she has a pretty solid banter and is more of an insider. Yes. Than Jack, who yes. is a total outsider. Yes. She knows way more about what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also is like very quick to call him on his shit. Yeah. And they have sort of a romance. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Before we get too deep into the weeds, um, I wanted to just uh, tag up on why Luke, our Mm. executive producer, picked this movie. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Um, He says, as to why I picked it, I love this movie and how bonkers it is. I also think a lot of its bad moviness is intentional. Like when Gracie Law, a lawyer, (laughs) bursts through the door and just explains her reason for being in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) John Copper knows how to make a movie and how goofy that is. As for questions, um, he wants to know what's, what's your favorite of the hells in the movie. And do you think modern Hollywood should make the sequel hinted at by the end of the movie? Oh, it adds, tell Molly it's okay for her to hate it. If she wants. (laughs) That's nice. That's very kind of Luke. Yeah. So thank you, Luke. Absolutely want them to make a sequel because Okay, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, there is a bonkers, like, Muppet fuzzy monster. Is it an evil orangutan? It's like a, yeah, it's like a bad Chewbacca costume mm-hmm. or something that, like, yeah. melted in a fire, like yeah. a warehouse fire. <laughs> but there's never a point where it's, like, truly, like, hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> throughout the movie, Molly's joke is that it just loves weddings. Yes. Yes, it like pokes its head in during the wedding ceremony. And it's like trying to like see the wedding yeah. better. And so I just love the idea that they just go to weddings together. They're like, oh, it's wow. like Jack and the wedding monster. Crashers. Like, yeah, wedding crashers, yes. but with those two. And it's yes. like Jack's that. plus one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. I also love that they like. Okay, no. Okay, here it is. So okay. they get in Jack's truck, yes. which is, is an actual truck. It's like a Mack yes. truck. Beth yeah, nailed it. Like He's an actual trucker. trucker. Actual yeah. trucker. Um. So he and his Muppet wedding friends yes. go 
around the country to all of his ex-wives and ex-girlfriends and watch their weddings, yes. crash wow. their weddings. And he gets closure on his yes. relationship yes. problems and they really work it out on the road. Yeah. Yes. And the monster is his backup. And then eventually the monster meets the monster's future wife and that's the last wedding. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Wow. This, this is good. This should be an HBO miniseries. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I yeah. would definitely watch yeah. that. Like what a, um, an amazing follow-up to this movie. <laughs> I believe there is... Either a remake or a sequel in production that The Rock is attached to oh. in some capacity. Mm, not no. sure I feel about that. Yeah, I he'll agree. He'll be able to play walk that line that no. Jack no, Russell he did. He can't. Yeah. He can't. Kurt Russell so is good. fantastic. Oh my god, <laughs> Jack Russell. Yeah, Jack Russell. Yeah, is that a type of dog? Yes, okay. it is. That's correct. <laughs> Sorry, it's a dog from Frasier. Yeah, yeah. He he's oh. such a goon. He's like. He apparently he's a Californian because he says we're just two Californian stock. Yeah, the but way. then I mean, but he like he sounds like, like he's like John Wayne from Chicago. Yes, yes. that's exactly right. Yeah, that is yeah John Wayne. He's By the end of the movie, he's talking exactly like John Wayne. Yeah, yeah. It was written for him. It was written as a western. Wait, what? What do you mean? Yes, the original script was a western, and it took place in early Chinatown. Okay, and oh, it had okay. all these mystical elements. And so someone bought the script from two guys who wrote it uh-huh. and was like, the script is garbage, but there are some good ideas in it. I'm going <laughs> to give it to someone else. And of course, the first two screenplay writers were very upset about that. They are credited mm-hmm. ultimately in the movie. Um, so they gave it to another person who was like, I just took out almost everything, but kept that it was a John Wayne style character. I see. But essentially made Jack Russell, sorry, Jack Taylor. <laughs> Jack Russell's fine. Jack Russell. <laughs> Jack Taylor. Jack Taylor. What's Who's his Jack name? Taylor? What's his name? The guy. Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Played Basically. by Kurt Russell. Okay. Where's the Taylor? <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, of course. Soldier Spy. Yeah. Tinker. Jonathan Tinker Taylor Thomas Soldier this Spy. This is not Fiber helping Russell. my ability to remember Jack sorry, Burton. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yes. Yeah, just think uh, of snowboards. What's snowboards? Oh. Burton's a brand of snowboards. Oh. It sure is. I He's used to have one. Californian. We grip it and rip it. <laughs> okay. Oh, must be nice. Um, so, yeah. So, what? What did I even say? John Wayne? So, he's oh, yeah, still, so- like, they didn't. They didn't change him from being a John Wayne type. They kept him as yeah. a John Wayne type. They kept that kind of Western motif because there's a point in the gang fight at the beginning that happens that they drive into in his Mack truck. Yeah. Where there's like literal like Western sounds and like the guy with the, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. the Mandalier guy. Yeah. yeah. Guy's he's got cool. like two six shooters. That two he's like, like about beautiful to be. golden laid yes. six shooters. Yeah. So they kept some of those elements, but then they basically made... Jack Burton is honestly the sidekick character, yes. the comedic relief, yes. the like Ugh. pretty inept but brave. Yeah. Yeah. But in his own mind, he's the central character. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and he played it so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And apparently, um, Jack, no, sorry, <sighs> Kurt Russell, Kurt Taylor, turned it down <sighs> for the first time because he's like, I can't get this character. And when he finally hooked into, oh, he's a buffoon. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I know how to play this guy. He Ugh. thinks he's John Wayne. Yes. But he's not. Um, so anyway, that explains so much. But it is weird because it starts out John Wayne and then it goes through this journey and then returns to John Wayne. It's like they they shot those two scenes in right. succession yeah. and then he forgot about it in between. <laughs> but there was, to his credit, there was a lot to remember in this movie. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it really cracked me up right before the big <laughs> oh my god, the big fight. So good. He like gets out there, they're all lining up, and he shoots his gun in the air, <laughs> knocks some roof out, and knocks himself cold for like yeah. the first oh, couple minutes of the, the fight. Yeah, the the fact that most of his most of the time spent during the final battle with like his character was just him cr- accidentally creating obstacles for himself. Yeah, like at one point he does like a pretty slick move where he like pushes his own boot knife out as some weird <laughs> dragon knight is like coming at him and like yeah. stabs the knight. But then what that means is that the dude dies on top of his legs and he's like really struggling to push his fully armored body off of him yeah, for they, like 10 minutes. And they just keep cutting between him like still stuck on this guy. While Wang like, is doing like insane cartwheels and like fight sword fighting in midair with Thunder or whatever the fuck their names were. Yeah, there's no, like... No, he wasn't Thunder. Thunder, yeah. They're he was the, the other one. Storm Knights or whatever. The Three Storms. The Three Storms. They're all like... Look like Raiden from yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which was like, like except for with giant, giant hats. hats. Their, so good. their introduction was the moment I was all in on this movie. Because I was already like, this is hilarious. He and Wang are stuck in this truck while two like an entirely different movie is happening while these two kung fu schools fight <laughs> yes. each other. Then out of nowhere, there's a burst of magic fire, and this dude in a giant hat comes out and just like shoots wind at them or something, and then a third guy rides a lightning bolt like he's coming down a fire pole. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess it's more like he's being lowered from a helicopter. Yes. Oh, my God. It, it really is. I think that's a great description. It's like there's a movie with two guys in a Mack truck, and then there's a movie with a street fight scene, and then there's like a supernatural movie. And then they all get pulled into the last movie. Right? Yes. Like they're all sort of forced to be in the last and movie. And then there's also like some very like My Girl Friday, like bantery film noir stuff happening. Yeah, Cottrell is really doing like a... Say, mister, I've got a... I've got a... a, 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 Bugging my butt. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Gracie Law, lawyer at law. (laughs) I'm here to blah, blah, blah. Like, she really does. That is not an exaggeration. She, blasts into the restaurant. And And she does great with, like, the quick talking. Oh, my God, it's great. Not femme fatale. I feel like there's a term for that kind of lady character in noirs. I think Molly's got it right. It's sort of like His Girl Friday, where it's just like, yeah, I can give it as much as I can take it, mister. Is that Mm, an actual character? His Girl Friday is a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, And I may have read that on Wikipedia. <laughs> just oh, wow. to be totally honest uh but it did make sense to me so there you have it <laughs> it has been edited through my brain yeah um but yeah i i felt so bad for not guessing kim cattrall because mm. she's great in this she's but so you good. haven't seen you it haven't why, seen why, it. I know, why would you know but that? i was There's like throwing out shelly duvall which i do every time because i know someday it's gonna be true <laughs> and the one time i don't i'm gonna be so mad at myself yes, for not are. guessing it but yeah. it really doesn't make any sense no. Yeah. As a guess. Uh, but she's great. And she's so, apparently she'd only done like Porky's and like mm. some oh, comedies like one of her before first this. Yeah. This oh. is one of her early she's ones. Great. Yeah. She's great. We also have a second woman. Yes. Who is yeah. Margie newspaper. Yep. Oh, Margo. Yeah. There's like some real like shade thrown at her newspaper too. Cause she's like from like the Berkeley examiner, <laughs> like some like small paper that yeah. you never heard of. This is like going to be a big break. Yeah. And immediately Gracie law goes, I'm just trying to get anyone in the press to cover this. <laughs> like, it's some real shade. Yeah. And they talk to each other big time. Oh yeah, they yes. do. I got a whole about thing lots of different things. Lots yeah. of things. Yeah. Including like the supernatural, bizarre stuff that's happening in their careers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, there's human trafficking in this. I mean, that's the, that is the thing that Gracie Law and Margot Newspaper are like ostensibly actually trying <laughs> oh, to cover. Yes. yes, that makes sense. Like that's why she had. 
Tara, the other woman at the airport. That's why Gracie Law had her in her apartment because I think she was trying to keep her safe from the traffickers. Oh, oh. she was a potential trafficker. Yeah. We're, so we at the airport when Wait, everybody what collides. What that lady? We don't know. She just stayed at her apartment, I guess. Stayed at Gracie Law's apartment while they went off to the seven hells of Lopan or whatever wow. the hell was happening. So okay. the dragon gang, oh the dragon God. lord gang. What are they actually lord. Lords of death. Lords of death. Yeah. Uh, okay. First, we have to talk about... <laughs> let's, let's back up. Yeah, yeah. Before I ask my question, I have to point out that we first see the Lords of Death. Three... Oh, my like God. Classic 80s street toughs <laughs> with, like, each has a different kind of sunglasses on. <sighs> the oh, yeah. guy in the middle. Yeah. I, I don't even... I don't even know how to describe it. Like sunglasses with just little slits? They, they look like the ones that people wear when they go, like, tanning, almost. Oh, yeah. Or, like, there's... I think there is... I think there is maybe it might be the Inuits where they like did that. Like they, they traditionally would take like bones and like carve them like that for snow blindness where oh. like they'd limit their vision. So they wouldn't get so much light blasting oh, in their face yeah. from the snow. I feel like I've seen that. Uh, so I think they looked very similar to that, but it's still wild. Did you see it on like a very snappily dressed Chinese man? Yeah, yeah, in an in airport. the 80s, yeah. Yeah. in an airport, and they are in San Francisco. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, there was some New York guessing before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes way more sense now that I, as soon as I saw it, was like, oh right, that's the Chinatown everyone thinks about. No, when there they, was a lot of oh writing as this yeah. movie started. Yeah, yep, and it starts like in a lawyer's office. Apparently, this part got tacked on at the end. Yeah. Were, was it because test audiences were like losing egg. their minds? Yeah. We talk about Egg. Egg Shen, Egg Shen who is basically the Van Helsing of this movie. <laughs> but he's <laughs> also a tour bus driver. Yeah. Yes. Um, Both true. Yeah. They open with him basically like explaining some lawyer. It's He's trying to, he's basically, he is, he is trying to hire this guy to be his attorney. Is he actually in trouble with the law because of all the Chinatown? Yeah, big trouble. He's in big oh. trouble, according to his lawyer. Yeah, because the lawyer mentions that, like, you have, where are the whereabouts of Jack Burton? Because I'm assuming, like, Jack and all the rest of them boys are getting blamed for, like, the giant explosions and collapsed buildings in Chinatown. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because they saw his truck driving away as the cops and fire trucks were showing up at sure, the end. Sure, sure. Yeah. He does find his truck. You were right, Dan. You kept talking about. Um, wanted a truck. He wanted his truck. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he finds it. Okay, that was when I was half locked in, was in that opening scene where Egg is trying to convince his lawyer all this is real. And he's like, why should I believe? He's like, yeah, I believe in sorcery and Chinese black magic. And the lawyer's like, okay, but you want me to believe? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, why should I? And then he just like shoots lightning across oh, his yeah. hands. <laughs> I oh, forgot about that. Amazing. The guy playing the lawyer plays such a good, like sort of grumpy, kind of invested white dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just perfect. Yeah. And we we don't ever see Egg Shen like shoot any bad guys with lightning. He mostly has like he only ha- he has magic that, crystals. Yeah, he has that purple. Yeah, the, the purple oh, blade that like course. releases his Pokemon or whatever. <laughs> God, that was so good. That blew my mind. Yeah, go ahead. Lopan and Egg Shen fight each other by shooting laser beams at each other, and then the laser beams like superimposed over top of them two like spirit warriors fight so over cool. and like. James Hong, who plays Lopan and crushes oh, yes, the local God reference, damn it. Um, <laughs> like very much is like pretending to do video games. Yes, he's yes. like moving his thumbs, thumbs around as he's oh, doing his spirit so warrior. It's well, so wild. And during it, Dan, you asked, "What is this for?" Yeah, and I didn't feel like I had time to even answer. I wanted to. <laughs> I was just so awash in all that was happening. 
But I was like, it's because someone in the audience might think, why don't they just have their spirit lord sorted out? Because they go through this whole battle of mm-hmm. shadow selves fighting, and it's a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I guess all this is still happening while Jack Bauer oh, <laughs> is on the floor with that armor guy. Like, really, Wang is doing almost all of the work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is clearly the actual hero of this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I love that part of it. Me too. I think that's such a, I don't know. I think that's so fun. And I think that's how it, I was concerned in the first half that yes. this would have too much like ancient Chinese magic. Yeah. White man saves the day. And I think it works because yeah, Jack it, Burton is such an idiot. Doof. Yeah. But he's like good. I like him too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not like too cocky. He's like confident enough, but he's also like, he, he's like on board with everybody. It's, it's, uh, it's such an interesting movie because I feel like there are so many parts that are very racist. <laughs> like the fact that the Asian woman character who I can't remember her name now because she's mentioned yeah Mao oh, fuck um but the other woman with green eyes not yeah. Kim mm-hmm. Cattrall's character she is says like three words yes. the entire movie she's like very she's kind of that like meek Asian woman yeah. stereotype yeah. which is a bummer and then egg is kind of the like wise old man kind of stare I don't know there's a lot of stereotypes but, and a lot of things that are like uh, I don't know about this <sighs> And at yeah. the same time, they managed to create a movie that has almost an entirely Asian cast mm-hmm. yeah. where they make the the white man character like such an idiot that yeah. I don't even know it's how to describe it. It's hard to say because like, yes, there's a lot of stereotypes, but like also like the whole point is that it's like this Chinese mythology that has come to California basically. So it's like, are they... Like, are they act like, I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe a historian of like the Chinese culture could say like how accurate, like obviously the neon skull escalator is something <laughs> completely separate from that. Or something completely awesome. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like it was nice. Cause I was mostly worried about because it was like, I knew that it was like Kurt Russell is sort of like the fish out of water white dude. I was worried that there'd be, that he wasn't going to be a buffoon and he'd be like the gruff eighties action hero, mm-hmm. which usually in this situation means he's that he's like low key racist and like yeah. belittles the Asian people around him. And he was, he's but he's like such a dummy misogynist. Oh he's yes. Got that going. But he's yeah. not like, he's, he's more just like frustrated with what's happening and he's confused. He doesn't seem to be like explicitly like he clearly likes these people. Like he's like good friends with Wang. He like gambles with him every time he comes to, California or yeah. San Francisco. He, just, he finds himself in a mystical, inexplicable situation, yeah. constantly just demanding the Cliff's notes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, all right, I hear you on all this exposition, yeah. but like, we can beat them up, right? right. Like, yeah. he just, but I just feel like, I just what I'm saying is like, I feel like in a if if it were a different movie written by different people, he would be like, okay. Go watch whichever lethal weapon it is that involves the Chinese gang. Mm. And that's what I was worried it was going to be. Where Mel Gibson character is just like ridiculously racist to every Chinese person that they encounter. (laughs) Yikes. That's what I was worried this was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the moment I think that encapsulated well for me was like everybody, they've like just gotten back to the restaurant or whatever and are regrouping. And like Egg Shen shows up with a bunch of the good gang. Yeah. (laughs) And... Jack Burton goes over and is like, hey, what's going on? Does this guy speak English? And the guy goes back to him in, in perfect English. It's like, 
Who's and with this no guy? accent, <laughs> yeah. yeah, zero accent. Who's this guy? Yeah, he's just like, yeah. hey. It's like obviously like everybody else knows what's going on and like knows each story. other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're all up to speed, and it's like they're doing fine. They yeah. don't need him at all. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Just like he, like from that first scene with the truck in the alley, it is just sort of like he gets pulled into this movie, but the rest of the movie. <laughs> Is still happening <laughs> even when he's not around. Yeah, and he yeah. just every once in a while intersects with him. Yeah, because yeah, there's like this whole other movie where like Egg Shen and the uh, the good gang are like planning this out and like strategizing how to get down to Lopan's underground chamber or whatever. Yeah, yeah amazing. And I mean, even Kim Cattrall like is more at home. Her character is more at home. She's like, I live here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting, right? There's I love just, it. There's it's got. Lots of things going on. It sure does. And one of those things are insane Muppets. Yes. We have like a Beholder-esque like watcher thing that's just yeah. like a floating fleshy orb with a bunch yeah. of eyeballs on it. And eyes in the mouth. And eyes in the mm-hmm. mouth that yeah. can like transmit Lopan. Yeah. And the way that you know like that he can do that camera? is because Egg Shen, one, explicitly explained <laughs> it, but then it immediately cuts to Lopan holding two fingers to his head with his eyes closed and describe what he's seeing. Yeah. But it just, it sounds so catty the way he does it. It's like, oh, really? He's here? Oh, James He's almost like, what is he wearing? So good in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's such a little stinker yeah. in the whole movie. Yeah. Most of the time he's like, you know, ancient demon emperor from another time. And then every once in a while he says something that's like very modern. He's like, Oh, you people are pissing me off. Yeah. Yes. It's just so funny to see him in both sort of like, you know, flip that on its head a little bit. Yeah. Like he's Great. still a grumpy old man. Yeah, And he's like living in the modern world. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, that, um, so that floaty eye thing, which yes. is also weirdly kind of cute and charming. I and agree. It being kind of creepy. It had kind of like a cute face while being disgusting. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was kind of like our, uh, our weird Chewbacca wedding crasher. Right. Yeah. In that way. Uh, but it was powered by several puppeteers and dozens of cables to control its facial expressions. Nice. Wow. Oh, yeah. And that That's just amazing. create a special system. It's super cool. It looks it. great. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering about that because John Carpenter's so well known for like um, practical effects, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I was like, is that? Because it almost looks computer generated, yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. it? But it was too early for that, maybe. Yeah. To look that good. Yeah, yeah. Look, the yeah. same yeah. Uh, special effects studio that did Ghostbusters did this one. Well, oh, Slimer. So they probably mm-hmm. had like, yeah, just do what, you, just do the Slimer moves again. Yeah. But apparently they only had $2 million, which I guess didn't go very far. For the whole movie? Oh, no. $2 million for the special effects. Oh, so okay. I was going to say. About $25 million total. Gotcha. But they also rushed production because they wanted to get it out before Golden Child. Okay. Starring Eddie Murphy. And apparently Egg Shen. He yeah. was in The Golden Child, too. Oh, wow. Here's what I've learned. He is the super dope uh, barber slash convenience store owner in Tremors that names them Graboids. Wow. <laughs> that guy rocks. Go watch Tremors. Yeah. Maybe we will someday. <laughs> or don't and wait for us to do it. Don't watch Tremors. We'll tell you when to watch Tremors. <laughs> Sit down. Don't go to the video store. What video yeah. store? Where would Everybody they go? Everybody was jumping up to run to Hollywood Video. To go oh. rent a VHS. Or the VHS to throw in their VCR. Do you, think, do you think that movie took us back to 1986? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? I'm four years old. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Any other Muppets? 
It was uh, mostly just flesh eyeball and there's, oh, one, there's, there's weird spider yeah, thing. There's a giant um, <laughs> oh, sewer yeah. monster just that comes out comes, of nowhere. There, I mean, we jumped several times and screamed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that one was especially startling because it was unexpected. And it felt so bad because it came out of nowhere, right? Because you're surrounded by pipes the whole time. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's not only this giant ant monster, but it gets one of the good guys yeah. in its mouth. Yeah. And it's already receding before Egg like throws a magic ball at it or whatever. Yeah. And part yeah. of me is like, you couldn't foresee this ant coming out and killing this guy? I mean, he didn't know where it was. Yeah. Oh, so What sad. I loved about that, speaking of like this just constant exposition. Also, this ant was a big fan of weddings, okay? <laughs> Clearly, it was just yeah. poking out to be like, hey, have you yeah. guys heard anything? Has it started yet? Are they getting... I thought I heard Paco Bell Cannon. Are they doing the processional? Yeah, but then instant kicked in and it ate a guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was just hungry. Yeah. You can't blame it. The reception hasn't started yet. Yeah. What I loved about that was that was just like. They have teeny tiny hors d'oeuvres. What is this for ants? Yeah. (laughs) I'm the wrong kind of ant. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. Give me, you can go for seven more minutes. He's going to hang out with the hunkle. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Kurt Russell is Ooh. quite the hunkle. Oh, boy. He's more jacked than I expected. Yes, I agree. And his jacket just keeps coming off. Yeah. And he is oh, in a no, white no, his tank. jacket came off and they in keep, this tunnel. Yeah, and I, they keep, like, the way they navigate through Lopan's headquarters, like, they keep finding different ways for him to, like, demonstrate his upper body strength, and I love it. Yeah. It's like, let me climb this ladder. Let me... Uh, like sidle oh, across just, that walkway. He or whatever. shimmies across a bridge. Yeah, yeah. it's one yeah. of the few things that he's actually good at. He's yes. better at that than shooting yes. or banter. You know what I thought during this movie? Guns are really boring. Oh, do you feel that way? I thought I you meant know. arm guns, and I was going to be yeah, like, like oh, "Excuse no. me, those guns are very interesting." Yes. <laughs> but I just felt like anytime there were guns, I was like, "Go back to the part where you're like flipping around yeah. and like doing hand to hand stuff." Oh, yeah. So much like more fun to watch. The women guards at the women prison. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. This movie, but they were they had smoke pipes. Smoke oh, so pipes. Good. Yeah, that ruled. That and was unexpected. Were formidable until suddenly they weren't. That was they were pretty weird. formidable. Like the first two got taken down pretty quick, but the last two, like they kept uh, Wang and his buddy busy for a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So his buddy is wearing an amazing plaid jacket. That dude's also, outfits were so good. Can I just say too? It's unclear to me. So all the other women that were imprisoned. Yes. And we don't know all the backstory, but I assume there's some human trafficking element. Yes. And they've brought Kim Cattrall's character. This is before she was getting wedded. You know, it's a long story. But anyway, <laughs> Kim Cattrall and the reporter both end up in this prison. Oh, right. And Kim Cattrall is literally hogtied. Yeah. But the journalist is like splayed out on her bed, like writing in With her, her journal. Pad, yeah. Dear like, diary. <laughs> dear di- but like writing her article longhand. Yeah. And nobody else is tied up. Nobody else is tied no. up like that. And then she poor Kim Cattrall gets trouble. chained up. Big trouble. Yeah. Um, I get it. (laughs) And they, in their underground time, they navigate many different hells. There's like some line about how China has many hells. Yes. And Luke asked us to pick our favorite. Okay. Um, I don't remember many of them other than the upside down corpses underwater. No, that is my least favorite one. Yeah. That was rough. I just... I mean, something was revealed about me during yes. this movie, which is I, I hate, like, I have extreme water claustrophobia. Yeah. So anytime it's like underwater, there's a bunch of underwater tunnels. I'm like, no yeah, way. A, there was a point where they, like, they released everyone from the the, the trafficking holding pen mm, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they all get to, like, this, I don't know, seawater uh, 
outlet or something. Yeah. They dive in. Okay. Mixed, already mixed skill and diving. Oh. The first one goes in beautiful, perfect dive. Kim Cattrall, Cattrall just falls with her hands forward. <laughs> yeah. Kim Cattrall basically face plants after shoving Kurt Russell back on into the water. But what we learned then is like, at first they just dive in the water. Okay, whatever. Yes, that would be very uncomfortable to have to swim through whatever. But then we learned the way they swim out of that chamber and what Beth learned to her horror is they all have to go through a not much larger than a human body pipe, <sighs> oh. like in a straight line. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there Stuff was of a, nightmares. A very great moment of comedy with Kim Cattrall's character. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they get to a pipe where they can pop their heads up above yes. and get some air. How that works physically, we're not. Totally clear on it doesn't matter. Point is, like probably Kim they Cattrall was a like keeps like pulling people up, yeah. and they're never the person she's looking for. Yes. And no matter who she asks about, the person says they don't know, and then that person is next. Yeah. It was a very was goofy. It was it was pretty. Fun. Yeah. She's looking for Jack so she can give him a smooch. Oh, yeah. there's a lot of kiss drops, and they. Well, she didn't want to give him a smooch then because he smooched her, and she goes, "Hey." And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so happy to be alive. I don't have emotions. Yeah. Then they do smooch later, and she gets a lot of wedding makeup lipstick on his lips, and he spends like the next five minutes trying to be a badass with a ton of lipstick. (laughs) So good. And And he's like monologuing. It's amazing. He's monologuing. Here's what I want to know. All we know about these elevators is that they are going down, they're going up. Yeah. We don't know how far down or how far up. Are they going to hell's? It seems like it. Okay. They smooch in the elevator. Yeah. Kim Cattrall says, is this happening? Did they bang in that elevator? Oh. We don't know how far down they were, right? All the way down. Oh. Like which base of hell? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't think they did. I also don't think so. I think there'd be more lipstick in other places. Oh, Yes, you're right. You're right. I just wanted to propose the idea because it could have been a slow elevator. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And yeah. the fact she says, is this happening now? It's like, I mean, it's already happened you if know, that's all you're talking about. And I do. I, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say maybe they did. Yes. Not yes. that it makes wow. any sense to the story, but yeah, not but very what much does, does. right? Yeah. Because those elevator rides, honestly, sometimes I was like, this seems like a lot of time for them to chat. I mean, the first elevator, like Mm -hmm. when they go in there, there were, I feel like at least like eight buttons and Wang presses the lowest one. Mm -hmm. So like they are pretty far down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, also I'll say to that, it seems odd to me. So they have this very strong flirtation. Yes. They save each other's lives a couple of times probably. And then at the end... There's one couple that does get together, the reporter and a friend. Oh, baby. She yeah. is like down to flock at the end. <laughs> yeah. Big time. He's like, oh, what are you going to call your story? He's like, oh, why don't you come over later and you can help me. Write the title. <laughs> yes. So it's pretty clear where they were headed. This is yeah. plaid jacket, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Is the yeah. friend. And then meanwhile, there's Kim Cattrall's character with. Go ahead. Jack Skellington. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Burton. <laughs> Jack Burton uh-huh. and Gracie Law. And she's all like there. And I'm like, they're at least going to hook up. Right. But he's all, no, I got to go get in my truck. Yeah. And I just was like, I just feel like I understand you got to get back on the road or whatever. But it's been a big day. But like, I just don't see him walking away from that. 
opportunity unless mm. back in the elevator the two of them already consummated their relationship oh, and then it was wow. like yeah we you know it's not really going to go here interesting we're not going to have anything more intense than that experience right. we know what everyone's death, got to offer yeah literal hell and what we're gonna like just have a bottle of Keani and watch a movie i'm back they banged in the elevator yeah wow. Molly. i wow. mean that could be true too if it was just like not a good kiss in the elevator. He's like, there's no chemistry. Because we did bet in the first half that, or I bet in the first half that it would end with them kissing. Mm. And it very much does not end with them kissing. Yeah. There's like a whole buildup, like, aren't yeah. you even going to kiss her? And he goes, no. no. <laughs> and then he leaves. Yeah. It's great. So. I failed big time on yeah. that bet. <laughs> well, and he literally has like a saddlebag. Yes. Like all of a sudden he's got a saddlebag. Yeah. Just another holdover Western element. Yeah, I guess. He's I a road so. cowboy. Yeah. Is he coming next time he comes back through town? Is he looking her up? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. He sort of justifies it with like everybody hates him eventually. Yeah. yeah There's implications. The he's been married multiple times. Yeah. It's kind of sad. That's kind of fatalist. Yeah. But her dreams for them are pretty limited. I mean, she hasn't had a lot of time to put them together, but being like, maybe we put a little apartment on the back of your truck. I'm like, you are a lawyer. Okay. You are tracking down human traffickers. You're a hero. You're a hero. You have literally defeated an evil otherworldly monster. Like, I don't know that hitching your wagon to this truck driver is really saying a lot about you either. I guess it was just sort of flirty. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, even then, she's like, see you around. And he's like, no, really. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> he just basically belches and scratches himself. Yeah. It's like, come on, really? We got to, like, not give this lawyer Listen, any dignity? His only love is the open road. Yep. And, and gambling all night. Yeah. Do you know how sleep-derived they must all be? Right. Because he and Wang played poker all, or not poker, but they gambled yeah. all night. And then they fight the forces of evil for, it seems like a solid day. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then he gets back on the road. Oof. Not a good he's idea. He's going to kill someone. He's probably got amphetamines in there. Also, P.S., <laughs> is anybody on that CB radio? No. He, I mean, he's basically running his own like stream of conscious talk show. Yeah. Nobody yeah. responds back to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He had the original podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, if you like, if the camera, instead of uh, panning back to the back of the truck to see melted Chewbacca is hitching a ride, if they had panned through the cab and down, you'd see that that radio isn't even plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly, though, he, he does. Like the way he talks on that CB radio, like he is like a precursor to like dudes in wraparound sunglasses on YouTube in their trucks. Oh, big right? time. Yeah. Which is like, let me tell you what old Jack Burton thinks about life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, what the hell? Now oh, that you yeah. say that, that's like oddly. That was great. Is like, that was part of it though. The part of the fun of it is that like he is, yeah, like he's such a shitty action hero. Cause at one point he's just like, uh, you know, what old Jack Burton says. What the hell? It's like, that's it? That's your line? <laughs> you no, know, I was like, I thought Jack Burton was saying something cooler than oh, that. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It also made me laugh when they're sitting in the um, the fight in the truck that breaks out. And he's like getting ready to join in the fight. Yeah, he's he pulls just, out his little knife. He's got his knife. Yeah. And he just <laughs> was very holds funny. it tightly for like, you just keep cutting back to him. Yeah. It's really oh, yeah. well done pacing. And then to, to best point about guns being boring, like Egg Shen even like gives him shit. Where like when they're all kidding, oh, yeah. kidding themselves out for the fight, he hands up like this enormous <laughs> revolver. He's like, here, you can feel like Dirty Harry. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just got like his bag of marbles or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so an interesting thing about the music, because we're talking earlier about how this felt. Yeah. Um, John Carpenter was nominated for a Saturn Award. Nice. Heard of it? I have no. Okay. For best music uh, in this film with a soundtrack, Carpenter wanted to avoid the usual cliches, as we found other scores for American movies about Chinese characters are basically rinky-tink, chop suey music. I didn't want that for Big Trouble. Yeah. I love the music. Good job, Johnny. It was a joy. It was aggressive synthesizer. He loves synthesizers. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I felt like I was watching Driver. Yeah. Driver? It's a more modern movie, but it has that whole st- same synthesizer music. You talking about Drive? Maybe yeah. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> you know your source. How could you even question? Of course, I mean Drive. Right. Right. Anyway, it felt like that. Yeah. It or was like a video game. Sometimes it definitely felt like a video game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he I, loves video games. There was a lot, like. It felt very much like Mortal Kombat to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. The yeah. specifically the Raiden Ray Raiden. Raiden. Yeah. The three storms. The three storms, mm-hmm. yes. The guy Which who had a, electricity in his I eyes. I mean, there's no question the dudes who created Mortal Kombat probably loved this fucking movie when they were younger. Do you think it came Yeah. Mortal Kombat probably came out in the eighties. No. No? No way. Wait, I thought the the video game was forever, right? It was it was in the 80s? I don't think so. I'm going to say 92. Yeah, know? it's got to be early 90s, right? I mean, Street I Fighter played it was on before that. Sega. Me too. Yeah. Sega when Genesis. When did Sega come out? When did the arcade come out then? That's when it... This is great 70s, podcasting. So great like the yeah, Pong came out first. Yeah. Sure. And then Pac-Man. Yeah. And then Mortal uh, Kombat. Well, well, Mortal Kombat. But yeah, yeah, the three storms are all great. Our favorite one was the most jacked one. Thunder. Who, Thunder, yes. yes oh. Who lived and died by the intensity of his eyes. And the like intensity of his just like straining his jacked body, apparently. Yeah. Oh, shit. And then Remember he- Remember when he like launches Jack off his back just right. by flexing? He just like inflates and launches Jack back, which is just a precursor to how he- Kills himself? I think he was destroying himself to destroy the temple to okay. trap them all. He inflates oh. and it looks like it's a total, total recall head. Yeah. yeah. The head comes apart does, and had yeah. that vibe. Um, and then he, it, you know, he pops like a balloon. Yeah. Yeah. And he's but like green on the feet inside. inflate and yeah. pop out of his shoes. So it was gross. not what I was expecting. Because, yeah, the first time when he's just like, and you like, they have like, they have quick shots of his like very nice suit starting to mm-hmm. tear. Yeah. You think he's just like, I don't know. He's almost like Bane where he's just like yeah, just jacking flexing. up his muscles yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently, yeah, he was just inflating himself enough to fling Jack into a wheelchair, which he then <laughs> flew down a giant ramp and then got <laughs> caught right before falling down a giant well. And then through the power of his own incredible upper body strength, wheeled himself up to an upright position and then panic jumped out of the wheelchair <laughs> yeah. so that the wheelchair flew back into the well. Yeah. he's Yeah. He just screams. I out feel- of like, <laughs> It's At that point, I was like, if you can roll yourself up to there, you can roll yourself like a foot a forward more feet, yeah. so you don't have to be afraid of falling <laughs> backwards. Yeah. Ah, yeah. such a doofus. Do things the best way. He oh. does them the jack way. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, also, I am so angry. Mortal Kombat came out in 1992. Boom. Wow. wow. So mad. Fatality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. But also friendship. Yeah. Oh. Hey. They had those too. Low kick. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there were so many round kicks. So many. There were an incredible <laughs> amount of round kicks. Yeah. There was 
a round kick. There was a fan kick at. Hell yeah. Okay, there's a lot of like. There was also a fan. A lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Deflected lightning with a fan. That it was awesome. Be. It was very surprising and never came back again. Yeah. <laughs> but my favorite part about this movie is most of it is like those three storm guys just like kind of doing stuff before <laughs> they're going to fight. I don't know. There's always like a little dance a that they work. do, yeah. like a choreography to be mm-hmm. like, here's kind of what my moves are. Right. Um, but one of the guys does a fan kick. Not a, not wings. What? Wings. Right. Those are the tap moves. Oh, that's the one we were talking about where mm-hmm. you do like that. Cha-cha, yeah, cha-cha. Wing, wing kick. Nope, it's not wing kick. It just it's just wi- wings? Just wings. Huh. That's what I, I don't know. You do wings? Like that's what your instructor wings. would say? Wings. Like wings. Wing arms, not wing arms? No, it's Five, wings. six, seven, eight. Wings. 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 wings is a whole thing. Uh-huh. It's arms and feet. Oh, yeah. wings is the whole move. It's the, the whole move. package. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, ju- it makes sense. I, they look like wings. They do. I just remembered that the first time the Storm Boys <laughs> show up, yeah. they all pull out like absurd martial weapons. Yeah. Like one oh, guy who yeah. has like what appears to be just like two like little baby skeleton hands made <laughs> yeah. of steel. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Right. And then the last guy pulls out like two double-sided blades and then just starts spinning like propellers on his hands. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like you interviewed like an eleven-year-old yes. that like would would be a cool fight. Like, like okay, who are the characters? Metal hands come out. Yeah. They start yeah. spinning. Okay, these three guys come. They have huge hats. <laughs> They've got spinning <laughs> blades on their hands. Yeah, this and they have lightning powers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Then there's a ghost. Out of their eyes. Car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ruled. Oh, lots of fingernail action in this movie too. Oh. Those yeah. long fingernails. Mm-hmm. And then Lopan does stab his two brides with his love needle. Oh, that <laughs> was hard. Does he, does he stab both of them? Needle of love, he says. He says the needle of it. What I love, though, Which is like he's... a metaphor. What I love about yeah. it definitely is... is well, at first it's like flesh needle or something oh. like that, right? That's what I thought he said. I mean, I think he said, I will become flesh through the needle of or love knife, or something like that. knife of flesh. What are you talking about? That's what he said. When? Oh, there's a knife too. When he's, there's a part where they, they have to go to hug his the office. Naked flame blade or whatever they the fuck. To... Oh, that's what it is. The naked blade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Naked blade, yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, f- fire or something. Which, okay, back to the three thunders and the they have to have the burning blade or whatever. That ceremony like whole, was nuts. Yeah. Thunder does his whole like kata moves. Yep. Which seems to have. No purpose. He just he, gently places his weapons below the feet of the two women. Because yeah, the other two, like, prepare the blades and then, like, elevate the women in the air to, yeah. to prove that they don't get their hands cut or off or something. Or something. It's very yeah. confusing. Well, and then they have to each awkwardly reach with, like, two fingers and touch, like, an orb. Yeah. Which apparently... It's, it's kind of, well... Okay. It's kind of like they have to grab these long things and then okay. touch this ball. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, it feels yeah. like no, very, I see what you're saying. We're yeah. preparing, get them prepared for the wedding. Oh, he the did wedding. say get them prepared yeah, for the he wedding. Did. Yeah. He did. And it, yeah. We that, were joking that maybe that was like emotional, yes. illegal. It turns out they put on dresses. Yeah. And a lot of makeup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much makeup. And they got white eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which. Yeah. Supplied by supplied by one of my favorite credits, which is Credits Heroes. <laughs> credits Heroes. Yes. 
Contact Spy, which okay. I've never seen in no. a movie. It's possible that we've seen a movie that says Wait, that. Wait, is it Contact Guy or Contact, contact Spy? Spy? Contact Spy. Oh. Like he created these for wow. them. Wow. Dr. Morton. Morton. Morton Green something. Green Spoon. Green Spoon. And they hired him because Green Eyes was so important to the film. <laughs> oh my gosh. They, were, they just were like, oh, they didn't have Google. I was going to say they probably typed in Green Eyes, <laughs> doctor. In yellow pages. I mean, yeah. that might have been. Oh. They like, yeah, they put, opened up the phone, but they're like, okay, we need a guy who can make green comics for us. Oh, shit. It's <laughs> in the name. <laughs> Dr. Greenspoon. Greenspoon. John, John, we found him. <laughs> Greenspoon. Oh, Dr. There's Greenspoon. no way he can't do green contacts. <laughs> I've heard before that those big contacts that cover your their whole eye. Like, oh, yeah. Because when you wear contacts, it doesn't, it's like mostly around your iris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when it covers your whole eye, it's very uncomfortable. Oh, it be, that right? sounds really yeah. rough. So there's one point where that. like both of the women are wearing, um, white contacts, like mm. their whole eye looks white. It's very oh. creepy. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Green spoon. What was the song at the end of the end credits? That was so good. Oh, big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> <In> little China. <laughs> Written by, written by John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Performed by the Coupe de Vils. Oh, oh wow. Hell yes. I loved it. Couldn't have asked for a better ending credits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, one more thing I want to say before we get to Please. the next part. Um, they all drink a magic potion before the, the final battle. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, Eggshed's carrying around in a gourd the whole time. And I don't. I honestly didn't understand the explanation of it. Um, other than it's going to help him defeat it, but he just explains it was a good buzz, and then they have a great seat in the elevator where they're all like, "I, I feel, feel great. great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not scared at all. Yeah, and I feel all kind just, of like, invincible. Yeah, really good to laugh. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, because he said it's like, oh, it'll you know let you see things others can't see. So it, like, yeah. it does sort of seem like, oh, he probably just drugged them so they wouldn't freak the fuck out yeah. when a crazy ghost <laughs> wizard started shooting lightning at them. But it, yeah, it never like is illustrated that it pays off. Like there's no. never a moment where like Jack punches someone and they fly and he like looks at his no. hands yeah. like, wow, I have power. It's like the closest we get is when he's in the elevator. And he's like horny. Like, <laughs> that's like he's like, I can see things. None others can see while he's like checking her out in her marriage. That's dress. right. Yeah. So it might've just made him just very euphoric and yeah, horned up. It's just like THC beverage. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before we get to our final reviews of the movie we just watched, Big Trouble. Big in Trouble. Trouble. Um, we ask on Discord mm. for questions and comments, Q's and C's, of course. from our mm. fans to engage with them. We're engaging with the. <laughs> we're engaging with the fans. Yep. Yes. Even if they don't have green eyes, we'll still yeah. engage with them. We don't wow. care. Yeah. Also, there are a lot of people with green eyes. Yeah, right. but this curse was like from a thousand years ago, so they'd probably only seen like eight women in their entire life. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's well. And they also movie. have to like handle the burning blade. Oh, right. It's mm-hmm. like a two part deal because they did have that thing where Kurt, uh, Kurt, Kurt Burton, Burton, <laughs> Curtin, Curtin, <laughs> old old Curtin was like, oh, you've probably seen a million broads since you've been alive for so long, and he's like, sure. Like he admitted, he's just like, oh yeah, there've been other girls. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't handle my burning blades. That's right. Uh, but also, he was just like a melted candle in a wheelchair at that point. Oh, his that old makeup, man is makeup is so gross. So cool. So cool. Ugh. He looks. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Anyway, um, my last name's a palindrome. Uh, says I love this movie so much because Jack Burton isn't the hero. He's an imbecile that forces his way into the plot. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. agree. That's mm-hmm. what we talk about all the time. Yeah, it's great. And then also. 
My last name's Palindrome goes on to say, also, local legend James Hong is having so much fun as Lopan. He's always great. He is always yeah, great. I agree. Yeah. James Hong. Hard to agree. Left here when he was like probably 16 years old or something. Oh, I mean, that's how we claim most people from yeah. Minnesota. It's like, yeah, <laughs> they, they were, were here for a while. They were born here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Lizzo was here for a while. Yeah. That's true. And we first album taken credit. came from here. Yeah. Came from here, basically. So. One time so. I saw Lizzo in Uptown. Wow. I was like, that woman looks so confident. And then, I was like, <laughs> and then she walked past my car and I was like, oh, because it's Lizzo. Nice. <laughs> nice. At least Hartnett still has a house here. Did he? Yeah. He, sold, he sold the one that was by Lake of the Isles. Oh, well, never mind then. Wow, Josh. My cousins went to high school with him Ooh. and Rachel Lee Cook. Is she from here too? Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. I went to the same high school. Wow. Wow. It's the same one as the Cohen brothers? No, that's the high school I went to. Ooh, you guys were no, definitely there at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Me and the Cohen brothers and Al Franken were right. at the, <laughs> the same time. It up. Just hanging out together. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you, my last name's Palindrome. Yeah. Agree on all Hard agree. Is that it? That's it. All right. Great quick, engagement. Quick ones. What? Also, I feel pretty bad I didn't let y'all sing the Wikipedia song. And I tried something different tonight where I actually read from Wikipedia. Yeah. I was workshopping it. I didn't love it. But that was the source. Oh, on pod. On pod. Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia. <laughs> it's Wikipedia. In the chat. I don't... We're not doing it. I'm not. Yeah, it's not. It's not flowing. We only recorded so many, Molly. I mean, like we gotta use them when they're (laughs) when they're right, when the feeling's right. I wanted to push the button earlier, and you shut her down. (laughs) Yeah. So I agree with Beth. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Beth too. You silenced her voice earlier. Wow. Wow. The real low pan over here. Listen to me now. Yeah. I'm here on this podcast. That's right. Front of a microphone. Yeah. Wow, Lizzo really had an effect on you. <laughs> I really have the confidence of Lizzo. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, our rating scale, as we all remember, are kiss drops. Of course. Which are a confectionery mm. um, of, it's assorted chocolates. Yes. It's a variety of Assorted pack, candies. Uh, some are chocolates. Mm-hmm. Some are gumdrops. And some are chocolate-covered gumdrops. Mm-hmm. And... I think I thought it was a mystery, which is which, but I just tried to shove that in there, and there's no way that could be true. If some are just gumdrops, right? Like, you can tell. You can tell which ones are those. <laughs> Unless they like try really hard to color them and texture them in a way to look like chocolate. Yeah, seems like a lot of work. That seems like a lot. Which of they work. can. Yeah. My kid's been watching a lot of these uh, DVD service streaming DVD service reality shows that are what just like, the "Fuck, are you? Is that really about? a cake? <laughs> oh. Is it cake? Is it cake?" And there's also like. Cake engineering, cake baking impossible, it's called, okay. where they just, they're, what do they call them? Baconeers. What? Baking engineers. <laughs> There's like a team of an engineer and a baker, and they have to make things out of cake. cake? It is so to, sad like, do when things. people make stuff out of cake. Because you want to eat it? No, because it I don't so want to eat though. it at all. You don't want to Like eat when it. they're like, well, half of this is Rice Krispie Treat, but we're going to call it Cereal Treat. And then we've manipulated and mushed up this cake into be this shape, yeah. and we put a ton of icing and fondant on it. It's all yeah. fondant. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, it's torched it on fire, and then we're going to serve it. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like a working crane, but I don't want to eat it. Sure. I would just, please just bake something in a pan and put just one layer of icing on it, like a little, you know, a little sheet pan. 
I mean, they probably have that in the back. What do they call that? That cake sheet you just cake? put? No. Yeah, sheet cake. You want like a sheet cake show? <laughs> or it's like, I got this from Costco. It's just, this is just confetti cake it's with just funfetti frosting. Yeah, like they don't even decorate it or anything. Like yeah. they don't like write anything on it. Here's mine from Cub Foods. <laughs> I picked it up on the way over. I chose Duncan Hines today. And Cub is a pretty good cake. They got a pretty good cake. Yeah. So does Costco. Hey. Costco is a good cake too. Good hey, they have hey, like hey, a layer. Hey, hey. Oh, sorry. No free pub. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sponsor us. Price Club. Oh, my gosh. Can we get a cake sponsor? Yes. That'd be wow. very good. Please send us cake, and yeah. we'll talk about it on pod. That's mm-hmm. right. Sheet cake or sheet cake but open. Make sure it doesn't look cool. Yeah. yeah. Plain yeah. sheet cake. Yeah. <laughs> Unfrosted. <laughs> you can put frosting out there. Just don't write anything. And don't do any piping around the edge. Oh, okay. I see. So just one layer that's cake, one layer that's icing, and that's it. Yeah. And you know, I don't like when they put like a rose on there or whatever. <laughs> like when they do a frosting rose. Too you just much. want smooth, want like just a smooth, smooth yeah. layer of yes, frosting. Yes, that's the right ratio. Keep it smooth. When I was a kid, I always opted for the rose. And then at a certain it's point, I knew I was an adult where I was like, oh, no, that looks oh, terrible. Not me. I'm yeah. still like, give me the corner with all the like crazy curly cues of extra frosting. Me too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Really? Frosting mm-hmm. fiend. I take a cupcake and I slice two thirds of the frosting off. And that's how I want my cupcake to wow. be. What? Wow. Wait, what cupcakes are yeah, you getting? Me the frosting. <laughs> okay. Right. I'll start saving it in a Ziploc bag for <laughs> Yes, you. and then give it to me and Beth. <laughs> just show up your bags of frosting. Don't even show up. Just throw it at the door. Yeah. And we'll know. Oh, the frosting uh, man came. Frosting, frosting day. <laughs> frosty, the frosting man. Uh, wow. I love it. So okay. we're... That's our reads, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal clear. Yeah. Uh, Dan... I already forgot what they're called. Uh, kiss drops. Thank you. Um. Yeah, and then the ad campaign has a lot of kissing, kissing dips, kissing mm-hmm. dips. Yeah, which is not a drop. No. You don't want to drop. Mm-mm. You don't want to drop. You don't drop. Kiss drop. Kiss drop. Kiss drop. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Is it like? Yeah, they're in there. Someone's trying to do the Sounds dip. Like kiss. Gum drop. But then they drop it, and then someone pops out. He's like, "Don't drop." Kiss, kiss drop. drop. And then there's the kiss drops and they, they eat it and then all is forgiven. And then they bang. That's the oh, and then they bang. Whoa, what? And like hardcore banging on <laughs> TV. Like, there's at least one Full where penetration. Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> there is going to be an angry mother's writing yeah. hand thing. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. Yeah, kiss drops. Right, Molly? I didn't know that this was like such a yeah, Molly, R-rated rating. I just, I was going to interject with some goofy little idea, but by then it had gone full, like, <laughs> just <laughs> steamy. Yeah. Kiss drops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Chocolate okay. covered gumdrop? Forget about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dan, you yes. gave it four. Um, Saying it's, it really seemed like a kind of movie you would love, but you were worried about its problematic parts. Potentials. That is correct. It was the kind of movie I would love because I loved it. It was, yeah, like it was so, like I am not, I'm too dumb to know which parts of like the design choices are still offensive to Chinese people. You know what I mean? Because like it was definitely like a weird bounce. Like sometimes they're just in Chinatown and then other times they're in like a weird spooky dungeon with a thousand Buddha statues and a neon skull. So like I'm sure some of it is just like, okay, guys. But for a dumb white dude, I was so delighted that Kurt Russell was a dumb white dude who was just like too dumb to even really be that racist, right? Like he was mostly just frustrated that he was like, 
He was like, I'm confused. Yeah, like he was more just confused (laughs) and he didn't really take it out on them. And when he did, it was more just like, just tell me what's going on, please. I'm so scared. Yeah. And he was never like, I know better than you. That was never the attitude. Right. Yeah. He like had ideas, but it was never in opposition. Yeah. Because he thought he was better. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Jack Burton. Jack Burton. Jack Bauer. Curtain man. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. Five right. kiss drops. Whoa! Wow! What? Had a great time. That's amazing. It's a joy. It, it was. It's a top eighties, top eighties movie. Wow! No question. Wow! Wow! Um, Beth, you felt similarly, but you were afraid of it, and you took <laughs> you took a your truck to. Coward, Coward Town. Yep. Mathematically <laughs> accurate Coward Town. <laughs> the middle of our rated scale. Yes. 2.5. <laughs> yeah, I. it was not as problematic as I thought. And like Dan, also Dan said, I don't know exactly what's problematic because I'm a dumb person. Yeah. Like if <laughs> someone told us like point for point what they would be like, okay. I and, do remember yeah. I took a class Ooh. in college. <laughs> Wow. It's called People of Color in the Media. And at one point we went through stereotypes in movies of Asian people. Did they just show this entire movie? And it (laughs) it covered a lot of the bases. So like it's it's certainly not perfect, but it was nineteen eighty six and not as horrible as it could have been. And like you said, like Kurt Russell's character is not trying to be the boss and he's an idiot. So I don't know. Um anyway. It was also ridiculous and fun, and there were Muppets. Yes. <laughs> so three and a half. All right. Wow. Is it is half a kiss drop just one candy or the whole box? Took a bite. Oh, yikes. Fell in love. Wait, you oh. took a bite and fell off, so you left half of it? Oh, you fell off, so you're too busy banging to eat anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean. You're going to save the other steamy. half for your lover. Oh, nice. I mean, maybe. I That's don't know. Sweet. Listen, you just got distracted doing other things. Yeah, you did. Oh, boy. <laughs> is this happening? Yes, it is. <laughs> Taking that slow elevator, elevator to Love Town. <laughs> your love needle. Ew. Um, I gave it four, and my only note says Hunkle. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, it succeed at Hunkle? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Um, that hair is, is oh. just, it's like... Seems like it should be flowing, but it's also perfectly still. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. I basically, I feel the same as as Dan and Beth. Um, it was really fun. Maybe it has problems, but definitely much less than I was worried about. Mm-hmm. And it's like it is trying to be shitty in that way, right? So there's a world where it doesn't succeed because people look at it and go like, ha 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 Chinese people. Yeah. They're so weird and dumb, but I don't think, I mean, that that's not what John Carpenter is doing, especially like from Molly's fact of like, it was quote about all music for these types of movies is like shitty chop suey music. Like he recognizes yeah. the stereotypes are there and actively is against it. So, um, good job. I'm going up to four and a half. Yeah, I boy. had a great time. It's so fun. Yeah. Molly. Yeah. Um, you are last but not least. Oh, thank you. Um, and you gave it, you had a real journey as you <laughs> always do. <laughs> um, you also wrote hunk and I wrote hunk. You said hunk. <laughs> Respect. That's right. You respected our executive producer, <sighs> Luke. That 
three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. Got there. Uh, as is often my pattern and my rights, mm. I'm going to circle back to something I forgot to say earlier. Please. Which is that uh, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn oh, right. are happily together. Yes. yes. Love wins. They have never gotten married. How much dank fumes are they? In you the know, lane? I forgot to search like what their like recreational drug use You didn't just talk in your phone, was. Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn, <laughs> dank fumes, and see what happens? <laughs> no, but they seem very happy. They Listeners at home very can do happy that. Together. Yeah. Great. And when I was reading up on it, I had for totally forgotten that Kurt Russell's dad is a fascinating person. He mm. was an actor in Bonanza and a bunch of stuff. And he bought a baseball team, a minor league team in oh. Portland, Oregon. The dad or Kurt Russell? The dad. Mm. And Kurt Russell is featured in the documentary. Um, it's fascinating like i don't want to give away anything but it is so surreal and so interesting and very very what's the cool. documentary called i think it's called like the bastards of baseball oh or something. yeah like the batlin batlin bastards of baseball something, something like, that. like that yeah, yeah. i think it's on streaming service it might be on streaming <laughs> service that's probably where i saw it but it really blew my mind and mm. it just made me think that probably that whole family is pretty cool I feel like there's a quote from Kate Hudson that's like, yeah, he's great mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. People magazine. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, cause like, yeah, cause she was around great. for a lot of her childhood. Yeah, and I think yeah. I feel like there's a quote where she's like, oh yeah, he was great to have around. Yeah. Like, he's not my dad, but it was great to have him around. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's just like a lot of. Oh, who's her dad? Someone Hudson. Hudson. <laughs> so Goldie Hawn and I forget. Oh, what, Jed Hudson. I don't know. Anyway, a Hudson. And yeah, they have uh, you Oliver know, one of the Hudsons. and well, Kate. Mm -hmm. Oliver. Oliver and Kate Hudson. I don't know who that is. And then uh, Goldie Hawn and... Um, Jack Bauer. <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Russell Kurt have two kids, and one of them is Wyatt. Aha! Ah. I think two kids. Anyway, one of them is definitely Wyatt, and he's an actor. He is. He okay. shows up and stuff. He's pretty good. He's mm -hmm. a real creep in that uh, Mormon murder show that was on the Hulu last... I'm sorry, streaming service wow. a couple wow. years ago. He's a real creep, but he did a good job being a creep. Anyway, good acting, great family. Yeah. Don't be a creep, any of you. Uh, yeah. Look up that documentary if you're into that kind of thing. Bill Hudson is the dad's name. Bill. Yeah, there you go. Great. So, so that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we covered a lot of stuff. I did wonder when I was watching how many of these people are Chinese mm, versus great question. just some casting agent was like, ah, you'll work. But whatever. None of my beeswax. I don't know. Um, I'm a real jack. Burton. Yeah. Yes. Woo, I was almost I was reaching for Lawson and I was like, what is he? <laughs> That's a new one right entirely. Here? I know. Not even Taylor. It's like Gracie Law slash Burton. Listen. I cannot get over That's the fact their, that her name is like, Gracie Law. Couple name. <gasps> Lawson. Oh. oh cute. Well, see, that would have been worth Wouldn't getting it be together. Lawton? Lawton. No, it's Lawson. Why? Because I said so. Okay. okay. Lizzo confidence over here. It's about damn time. Yeah. So what's the number, Molly? Uh, four. Nice. Wow. I, I did have a good time. I was confused through most of it, but I had a good time. I mean, yeah. I think on some level we all were. Yeah. Kurt, you're a treasure. Please don't be a creep. Yeah. 
Oh. He's probably not. I mean, he's made it this far not being a I dream. know, but I just feel like any actor ever no, I now, feel vulnerable. I like have to say, <laughs> just I in know. case. I get you. But Kurt, man. We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you. Yeah. You and Goldie. Yeah. Hey, we hope you go the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Which is death? Yeah. Okay. That's the goal of every marriage. Sure. To die together. Yeah. <laughs> At the exact same time. Yes. Holding hands yes. on the Titanic. Oh. oh my God. Wait. How are you going to pull that off? <laughs> the goal of every single couple. Yeah. Marriage. Marriage. Which means Goldie on and Kirk can do whatever they want. Oh, okay. They yeah. can die whenever they want. Yeah. I think they got together in 1983. Wow. Wow. Three years before this movie. Wow. So. Oh. And Goldie was on set. Did they meet on Overboard? No. They met oh. on some movie you've never heard of. Nice. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they met when they were very young on some other movie you haven't heard of. Oh. But they were both like really young. Like she was like 17 and he was like 20. I see. But they, and then like 10 years later, mm. they met again. And then each of them got divorces from their original partners and then met again. Huh. Wow. And then they Slow got burn. together and stayed together wow. for like a few decades. I don't know. She's yeah. 77 now. Okay. Wow. People Magazine has nothing but good things to say. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like 80? What? Kurt Russell's like 80? I guess so. I don't know. Oh, can I just tell you one more thing, though? So I I just do a search in a very large search engine. Uh I don't do an exotic search engine at all. And I typed in R. Goldie Hawn and... Oh my god! You just said his name, <laughs> literally, yeah. like literally a minute ago. I mean, ago. we've said it. I don't know, four hundred <laughs> times in the yeah. podcast. Just, I want to see what. No, I didn't. No, I know. Come on, Molly, you can do it. Kurt Russell. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, you know, so our Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, and the auto finish was in love. <laughs> Wow. That's Who the types that in? But apparently, yeah, they've many, been together for a long time. But are they yeah, in love? Like, maybe it's and, just, or is it the drugs? Yes. Which search, <laughs> which search engine tells you if people are in love? Yeah, maybe we should do that instead of our friends' friends. Yeah. Which friends are friends? Is which people are in love? I love it. Yeah. And you can just type in your own name and like your crush and find out if you're in love with each other. Oh, wow! That's just one of those little paper things. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that exists. I love it. What do they call those paper things? There's a name for them. Cootie catcher. Excuse me? A cootie catcher? That's what they call it in California. It's a little pyramid thing. Yeah. And you go back and forth. I've never heard that before. You lift one of the edges and there's like your fortune or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. cootie catcher. You've never heard that before. We're just talking about like maybe fortune tellers. Yeah, I think we called them fortune tellers. All right, well. Guess you were catching cooties in California. I mean, yeah. you know, that warm nice. weather, nothing's going to die. Yeah. yeah. All those diseases are just free, free floating on the avocados and oranges. <laughs> yeah, but we got, we're so strong from all that citrus. Right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> all that surfing. Yeah. That sea air. Yeah, right in. Uh, call us or whatever. Tell us what you called. Oh, I was like, oh, where are you going with like, this? Where? In California? Hey, Zara, no. Go to toastrecall.com. <laughs> Scroll down to the... <laughs> 612-208-9788. Yeah. We wow. did try to get a more memorable number. Did we? I think we did. 1-800-TOTS-RECALL? Is that enough? I think enough? we didn't want to pay for a <laughs> oh, sure. number. This mm-hmm. one seemed easiest because okay, it was Should eights? we put yeah. a tier on Patreon for should like Pay sponsor? us for a better number? <laughs> pay us for a better number. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll work their name into the jingle. So instead of 618-729-PUTA, do the last two letters don't matter, but you do. We could wow, do you like, just rattled that off. 
Yeah. And you can't remember Kurt Russell's name for 90 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> we can do it's 1 800 totes reek. <laughs> totes, totes reek? No. Well, totes. We don't recall. stink. Oh, we- well, because recall, recall would be funny to put in a number. Oh, anyway, T recall. Call recall. Enough? Call recall. Well, anyway, Tree you call. see what I'm saying? I'm trying to get to have seven numbers. Luke, thank you so much for <laughs> sponsoring this episode. It yeah. really brought us to an incredible place, yeah. an incredible yeah. journey. We learned so much about ourselves mm-hmm. and about Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. A lot about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot about Jack Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry. Jack Skellington. I learned that Burton is a brand of snowboards, <laughs> right? Uh, what else? Oh, I don't know. Oh, is that, is that... Um, the turbo dog. <laughs> Jetpack dog. Turbo dog. Turbo dog. Oh, turbo dog. It's me, turbo what dog. What happened to Jetpack dog? Oh, I don't know. Oh no, <laughs> turbo dog. <laughs> turbo dog didn't hide Jetpack dog in the closet. Turbo dog. Turbo dog. Is that your Jetpack? Turbo. Turbo. I gotta go, guys. Oh, turbo dog. It's here. been fun. No, where's Jetpack dog? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so you might want to cut out that second glass shattering that turbo dog didn't have the DC to come through the hole that was already in the window from yeah, the award so it's just a dog shaped hole in your wall oh though. man so that sorry. turbo dog what a scamp he didn't even tell us the moral of no! that no. I mean we just kind of put him on the spot yeah <laughs> Also, if you know the whereabouts of Jetpack Dog, please call us at 612-208-9788. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.